Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I am your co-host, Robert Skolansky. Hey, did you hear Timmy fell down a well? Timmy? Yeah, Timmy. Timmy fell down a well? Timmy fell down a well. I heard it from Lassie. He was telling me about Timmy falling down a well. Oh, I heard it from the radio. Oh, you heard it from the radio? Was it from Bart, maybe? Oh, that Bart. He is a prankster. He is crazy Bart and his radio. So if you guys haven't gotten already, we are going to be talking about season three, episode 13, Radio Bart. This episode aired January 9th, 1992. The first episode of 1992. Yeah, so there was a little bit of a little bit of a hiatus, I think. Oh, one week. One week. One week. They one took week. off for new they took off for New Year's. It's okay. Which is which is crazy because they didn't take off for Christmas. No, they did. Well, it was the day after Christmas. Well, yeah. So they didn't <laughs> take off for Christmas. And uh they decided, eh, you know what? We got New Year's. We'll take off for that. We'll go party and uh, we'll come back later. Yeah. And so the recap, Bart fools the town into thinking there's a little boy trapped in a well. That's dirty. Oh, yeah. Dirty stuff, Bart. I mean, it wasn't a it didn't it was it was going to be something simple and turn till it turned into something horrible. Yes. Uh, So the chalkboard gag this week. I will not carve gods. (laughs) So was he carving like the Olympic gods? The guy like Zeus know. and Ares or false was he, idols. False. Like was he car- yeah, carving just false idols or uh, I don't know. Selling him on the playground. Uh, maybe I, that that's a weird chalkboard to me. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm not necessarily the best. I think that one's a little bit uh, not Bart like, I don't think, no. I don't think he's that insane. No. Um, we also got a different sax solo this week. It was kind of a slower uh slower one i think like not as jazzy yeah um so the couch gag the simpsons sit on the couch um by like kind of bouncing up and down you know like when you jump on a couch kind of do your little bouncing and what happens is is they sit in their exact order and Mm -hmm. as they're bouncing homer bounces past marge past bart past lisa and past maggie and winds up on the far end of the couch yeah i did not notice that yeah it took me like five times to realize because when you said they came in bouncing on the couch i was like okay and then i watched him like something doesn't seem right so i rewound it watched it again i'm like okay maggie's kind of like doing a weird bouncing thing what's going on so i rewound it watched it again <laughs> and i was like okay something still doesn't seem right and i'm like okay i'm gonna watch them sit down okay they're in their normal order okay wait a minute homer's at the end of the couch so i rewound it one more time wait homer is bouncing past each of the family members getting to the end of the couch <laughs> Oh, so I, I this was a thinker. This this couch gag, I think they put a lot of thought into. Clearly, and uh, I even missed it. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're bouncing on the couch. They're sitting down. Okay. No, no, it was more intricate than that. <laughs> Man, uh, that's crazy. I I probably I guess it should pay a little bit more attention to detail on those couch gags from now on. Just because so far, because so far they've been basic couch gags. I know. That's why I like rewound this thing like five times because I'm like, I got to figure this one out. This is going to drive me insane. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we start this episode, uh, with Lisa dancing and watching like a dancing video thing going on. And, uh. Was it like a She's, workout video? Was it like a jazzercise, like jazzercise no, or something? I think I think it was like a music video. I think like a Soul Train esque kind of show. <laughs> I guess. And so Homer Homer sees Lisa dancing to it, and he doesn't like it. But he looks at the TV and sees all these sexily clad women dancing, and he just kind of trails off while talking to Lisa and stares at the TV. And he sits down, and in the reflection of his eyes, 
and in his drool, we see a woman twerking. <laughs> so, uh, nineteen ninety, like I don't know how long that style of da- and I put style in quotes because I don't really consider it dancing. Uh, but I don't know how that style of dancing has been around. Yeah, that I guess I don't know. So, uh, so while Homer's staring at the screen, Lisa asks Homer if uh, she can have some money to buy Bart a birthday present, which. That's, I mean, it's see, Lisa. see, there we go. See, like at the be the very first episode of the season, Lisa's begging Bart, yeah, to get a good well, birthday that, present. But that's because Bart never comes through. Yes. So uh, Homer, you know, takes out his wallet, takes out a wad of cash, and hands hands Lisa a hundred and ten dollars, <laughs> and he goes, "Money." <laughs> While he's handing her the money, he goes, "Money." Um. And then after telling Homer that, you know, he gave her $110, Hammer's like, oh, and then just hands the rest of his wallet over. <laughs> like she was <laughs> wanting more and not concerned that she ha- he handed him yeah. so much she, money. But she walked away with it all. Yeah, she's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll go buy some um, Alibu Stacy dolls with it. So while, while Homer's watching TV, we see a commercial for the Superstar Celebrity Microphone. Um, and you know, they're trying to sell it and the kid in the commercial singing convoy by CW McCall, <laughs> we're going to get a convoy blah, 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 blah. and then Homer goes, that could be Bart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the television commercial for the superstar celebrity microphone that Homer is watching was inspired by a popular Ronco, Mr. Microphone commercial from the late 1970s in which a boy becomes popular and quote unquote scores with the girls <laughs> by using his microphone to be on the radio. Uh, both commercials, the 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 fake one that the Simpsons do and the real Mister Microphone one, uh, feature a boy riding by in a car full of friends saying, "Hey, good looking. We'll be back. T- we'll we will be back to pick you up later." <laughs> the line, the staff that they thought was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's man. That's a. Uh... That's a reference right there. Um, and so in the commercial, like, it's a perfect gift for birthdays, graduations, and board meetings. Uh, okay, I guess. Well, maybe for board meetings, so you could put, like, a radio in the room and you could talk into it so it uh, yeah. amplifies your, your voice. Yeah. And so, you know, the commercial goes, there's only a limited <laughs> supply. So Homer's like, oh, my God, I got to buy one. So he calls. At least he, he didn't do the fat fingers this time that yeah. he did for. Uh, what was that for? Oh, the 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 the, the soap stuff. Yeah. Cleaner. The cleaner. And, yep. And so he calls the guy and he goes, hey, do you guys have any left? And he's like, let me. Uh, it looks like we have a couple left while staring at a huge like warehouse. <laughs> And, you know, this reminded me of the episode. Now, granted, an episode, the episode in Futurama where they introduced the iPhone. Yep. And obviously Futurama and the Simpsons are created by Matt Groening. And, but like in that episode, uh, Fry comes up, asks the cashier if they have any left in stock. And he's like, let me check. He sticks his hand and you see like a warehouse full of the iPhones. So what do you say? The Simpsons did it. I'm saying Simpsons. Matt Groening copied himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons did it. <laughs> it might've been from the same creator, but the Simpsons did it. Um, and so once again, Homer just believes that Bart's really going to like this present. And so I feel like, no, I feel like Homer probably isn't necessarily in the wrong. Cause it no. is for a 10 year old boy. Yeah. I, I and think... I feel like, I, I feel like this kind of toy would be fun to play with as a 10 year old. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so. so I like how, you know, Bart's uh, getting up. And so Homer, like, measures Bart on the height on the yeah. wall, which, you know, our moms did, you know, mom and yeah. mom did. I don't remember ever her, like, uh, like marking it and writing our age. I th- I feel like she did. I mean, I do that with Elliot when I'm measuring him. So here's here. Here's where this whole episode, like, kind of makes me upset. So. OK. So is Bart turning 10 years old again? Is this a predecessor to Lisa's birthday turning eight because Bart's 10 in that episode? Yeah. Like, when does this episode take place? Or is it because they don't age anymore? Bart just keeps turning 10 every year? <laughs> like, like I just, this is where the whole episode. It's a, it, it, it's a prequel. 
It's a prequel. Okay. I <laughs> I was just wondering, like, I don't know where like this episode came from. And I, now I get they do birthdays for every yeah. single character up until season three here. They're, yeah. they're doing a birthday for every, every, maybe they every character. Done Bart, maybe they should have done Bart first and then Lisa. Oh, and not only that, or maybe was, I, we, I didn't look it up like you kind of did when season one about the order of the episodes. But maybe oh, yeah. this one was supposed to air before that one. Because, it's possible. because you know how Lisa goes into Bart's room and says, you know, all those things like, oh, I remembered your birthday and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why can't you, you know, my birthday's coming up. So I, I either they did it out of order. Or they completely forgot about Bart's birthday and like, okay, this will be a prequel episode to to that. But I I just, this is where the whole episode just kind of was like, oh my God, what is, what is going on? Now, remember in our last episode, we said they were caught in a time loop in 1991. So So Bart was, well, see, that's the other thing. Bart was 10 last episode. So, (laughs) so is he turning 10 again? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that. And so Bart it measures roughly feet three feet tall, maybe a couple inches taller. Yeah. And... So I saw. So you know, it's funny. So I saw Homer marking Bart, and I'm like, I'm like I wonder how tall Bart is. So I actually took a tape measure, and kind of like I, most doors in houses are a standard size. Yeah. Like, tall. So I measured from the floor to approximately where Homer drew uh, Bart's line, and so he's about like three feet three inches. Which uh, is relatively short for a three-year-old. Ten-year-old? Because ten-year-old. I said three. I, I had three on my brain. Because um, I actually looked it up. I, I wanted to see, like, what the average height for a ten-year-old boy was. And it's uh, roughly four and a half feet tall. So Bart is a foot shorter than what he probably should be. Well, we do also learn in the Radioactive Man episode that Bart does need to be taller to be, yeah. you know, follow boy. So, now, I mean... And now, and I have one other note for this scene. So we have seen in the future episodes that Bart's hair is either hair or part of his skull. <laughs> Are you talking about Homer drawing, drawing yeah. the, the lines? Yeah. So, so is that, is that Bart's head or is he measuring it from the top of his hair? Which means Bart was probably like, maybe like a half an inch shorter well okay so but here i mean last episode we saw bart born and we saw him with the spikes on his head and yes kids can be born with hair i mean it's not not a not an oddity like kids kids are kids are born with hair so once again was Bart born like that (laughs) or did he was he born with his hair like that i i need answers simpsons creators i need answers right and so now we get bart downstairs watching the crusty the clown show where uh crusty's bringing out the birthday cake and you know they're singing happy birthday inside show mel brings out the cake and crusty trips him and mel drops into the cake and kicks mel into the cake and his hair starts on fire well there's candles on the cake yep I mean that. I mean, I guess if depending on the amount of hairspray Mel puts in his uh, little do, I guess that could light on fire. On yeah. fire, and so yeah. um, he's about to announce all the names in the birthday, birthday now. Okay, funny story before I give you the list. Yeah. Um. I I was originally gonna try and write them all down because okay. you know that's what I do. This that's yes. kind of the fun part I like to do, and so I paused it literally on bart simpson's name nice so random it was so crazy i couldn't believe i actually did that before you list all the names because that might take a hot minute i do want to point out that a lot of local tv stations have a quote unquote birthday club you don't have to pay to get in it all you have to do is send them your name and your birth date and they'll put you in there yeah, it's kind of like almost, he, but to be fair, it's kind of like when you go to like the hockey games and stuff and they say, do yeah. your birthday. Well, you, you do pay have to for pay that. for that. Yeah. So, I mean, Krusty the Clown, like getting money for everything. So yeah. here's a partial, I know I'm not going to give you a, oh. here's a, here's a partial list of Krusty's birthday buddies who are charged $8 a piece. We have Anna Goodwin, Regan Gray, Paul Grenville, Jim Greger, Harriet Hartman, Mike Hines, Julie Hirsch, Janet Hopkins. Kara Hunter, Gracie Jensen, Loretta Kangas, Marilyn Katz, Ken Keeler, John Hey, Lizetta, that's a producer. Ken Keeler? Ken Ke- 
Yeah, he's a producer for uh, The Simpsons. There you go. Uh, Lorena Leffler, uh, Mary Lichman, Iris Lowe, Kim Madigrell, Cammy McGovern, Bill McLean, uh, David Moulton, Mary Myron, Nigel Nelson, J.P. Patches, which is an actual name of a former kids show uh, host in Seattle. So I wonder if these are all real names. I tried looking them up. A lot of them aren't. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, they're real names, but they're no one of consequence. Famous. Okay. Yeah. Ted Phillips, Randy Plutt, Brandy Reed, Kevin Riley, Pete St. George, Casey Sanders, Matthew Schneider, Patrick Semple, Emma, <laughs> Emma Shannon, Bart Simpson, Larry Stone, Beth Summerlin, Kate Sunberg, Dale Thomas, John Travis, Eric Van Burden. Uh, I thought you were only going to list a partial. Uh, this is partial. List. The list was pretty long. <laughs> Patrick Verone, Lee, uh, Lee Wallace, Jay Weinstein, Chris White, yeah. Jay Wivett, uh, and Henry Yausman. Several of the buddies once wrote for the Harvard Lampoon. Ah. So they, uh, and I did, I did hear about this. So a lot of the writers and a lot of the staff on the Simpsons were actually brought yeah. over from the Harvard Lampoon. Nice. So fun. All right. That was a good list for everyone. If you guys are still with us after that. Um, thank you. Yes. Thank you for staying with us after thank Steve has read like 25 <laughs> names off for no reason. No reason. This was part of the show. This is this is what people don't pay for to get uh, from our show. Yeah. Uh, but if you do pay for it, then thank you for supporting yes. our podcast. Yeah. Uh, Marge tells Bart that uh, Abe called, so she's like over the side of the yeah. thing. She's calling to wish him a happy birthday. Bart's like, "Oh, that's nice. Take a message." Uh, that Bart... message is happy birthday. Yeah. Right. Because Bart ha Bart has things to do. He has a coupon book of forty six things. That he needs to do for free goods and services throughout Springfield. Which I don't ever think I got a birthday coupon book. Now, granted, we lived in Racine. Yeah, I don't think there was ever a birthday coupon book. I know up in Minneapolis. So is there anything I was going to ask? And maybe we'll ask our listeners as well. Yeah. What's one place on your birthday or birthday month, I guess, because a lot of places nowadays just do yeah. within your birthday month. What's your favorite Dumb. birthday thing that you get to do throughout the, the city is there any anything that you personally do, did this year or in years past well, like, not oh, this I, year right <laughs> not this year but i guess i guess in years past is there something you did on your birthday every single year because you knew they gave you something free or get drunk well no aside from that <laughs> uh get drunk <laughs> there's really but to be honest most of the time for my birthdays i there's not a whole lot of places at least that i can think of in in green bay that you get free things on your birthday the like even in madison when i lived there there wasn't a whole lot and really? all i really all i really did on my birthday was drink for free because that's what you do in wisconsin well not from like you have friends paying for it it's not like the bar is giving you free no, no, drinks on your birthday yes yes they do <laughs> what Yes, uh, there is a place here in Green Bay that is it is called the Triangle. It is a, a group of three bars that you get free, uh, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The beer is like Miller Lite, Budweiser, like it's the local, you know, the, the crappy, quote unquote, crappy beers. Or you can get like mixed drink, but the alcohol they use is the rail. Yeah. So it's not the, it's not, but they give you free drinks. Well, for me, unlike my alcoholic Wisconsin brother, um, I'm not an alcoholic. So, so uh, Buffalo Wild Wings does free wings on your birthday. Dunkin' Donuts what? does free. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know where, where you like. You don't check. Must check your email, man. I do a bunch of birthday stuff. So, I mean, free wings from Buffalo Wild Wings, free donuts from Dunkin', uh, free coffees from uh, Caribou. Uh, I mean, I get my coupons for box lunch, Hot Topic. Um, I mean, I try to go a lot of places throughout the city because you just go in, oh, it's my birthday or you sign up for literally every mailing list for yeah. everything these days. Well, and, I know Red Robin, Red Robin. Yep. For free burger on your birthday. I used to that. Okay. So we were saying, what do I do yearly? I don't do it. I haven't done it in a very long time, but man, for probably from like the year 2000 to maybe 2015, yeah. 2015, I was, I was doing Red Robin pretty much. 
every year. That was one of my favorite. Wait, wait, did that you was... say 2000? <laughs> yeah, 2015. No, 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 you started in the year 2000. I started in the year 2000. I suppose that would have been your first year of college. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, no, maybe not yeah, then. So it would have probably been 2001, 2002. Yeah. But either way, close to like yeah. 14, 15 years of just getting free burgers <laughs> every year on my birthday. That was that was a fun. That was actually a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah, there's not like and the other thing, too, especially when I was in college through now, I usually just hang out with people and like they'll buy me drinks. I don't really do a whole lot. I, I don't really celebrate my birthday per se. So, I mean, eh. All right. So, where does Bart go for all of his free stuff on his birthday? <laughs> so, first up, Phineas Q. Butterfat's uh, free birthday Sunday. And he comes up with his coupon. Free birthday Sunday, please. And he gives him a little... I like the picture on the wall. Picture on it's the wall. Huge. Big giant Sunday, And then he gives him this little tiny scoop Cup. of ice cream. Not I guess. even a scoop. It was like a spoonful. <laughs> right? Hey, they didn't actually in the coupon. They didn't say how big the free Sunday was. They that just said true. free Sunday. That's true. Um, and so next up, he goes to Jake's unisex hair palace for a free birthday shave. Even <laughs> though he's 10. I don't know if that was necessarily meant for him. him. And I love the fact that Bart like acts like this old guy. And he goes back in my day, <laughs> they had compactus and, and you didn't hear no complaining. And I think in a previous episode, we talked about Compactus, but just to bring it back up, uh, Compactus were first released in October of 82. So they've been around. Yeah, but uh, I think CDs really weren't the norm until early 90s. Because, yeah. I mean, even into 94, 95, I was still doing cassettes for a bit. Oh, yeah. So and I don't think the norm for CDs was till like early, mid 90s. Yeah. So then we then he takes uh, free tango lessons, which oh he, yeah, Bert, Bert's a pretty good dancer. Yep, he was a dance man, and so uh, and then after that he goes to his birthday party at Wally Weasel's, where we cram fun down <laughs> your throat. And obviously, this is a reference to Chuck E. Cheese's. Yes, clear, clear, clear reference to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, Wally it's, Weasel's uh, with its uh, frantic combination of games, pizza, and odd animatronic characters <laughs> parodies the Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time theater chain. See, that was a lot. You know, it's funny. I've only been to Chuck E. Cheese like maybe like two or three times in my life. Yeah, I mean, I definitely grew up with the animatronic age of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a few Chuck E. Cheese's here and there since then. And yeah. yeah, they're pretty much removed. I mean, I don't think yep. they do the Chuck E. Cheese mascot and even wandering around anymore. Yeah, um, they changed the the way Chuck E. Cheese even looks oh, to be yeah, more, to be more I, hip and cool, I guess. I haven't been inside a Chuck E. Cheese in I want to say like fifteen years. Yeah, maybe longer. And so we get inside, and you see a guy dressed up in the Wally we Weasel costume coming out with a pizza. And the, all, the kids all gather around him thinking, you know, he's really Wally Weasel because they're kids. And they ask the mascot to do something funny. And the guy just says he's a waiter, <laughs> which I didn't think you were supposed to talk when you were inside the costume. Nope. Nope. That's that's rule number one. And so I did notice some of the games in Wacky uh, and Wally Wally Weasel. Uh, you had Wacka Weasel, uh, Touch of Death. Yep. And Bart was playing a game called Larry the Looter. Yep, there was also a couple other ones. Uh, Time Waster. Oh, yep. <laughs> Coffee Fiend. <laughs> and uh, Comic Shop. Ah, okay. I did like the fact that they had Touch of Death. In I know. Uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. And if you guys don't remember, that was from back in the... the uh, when Flan when Fa uh, Flanders failed, it failed. Yeah, yeah. So then we get uh, uh, a curtain rises. We get an animatronic weasel, and it asks Bart how old he is, and Bart can't uh, answer <laughs> fast enough. And then the weasel's like, "Would you like us to sing you a song?" Hell no. Well, he's like, "Hey there, I hear it's your birthday. How old are you?" Well, I'm. And then <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Would you like us to sing you a special song? Hell no. You got it. <laughs> Ready, Senior Beverati? I'm ready. And a one, and a two, 
You're the birthday, you're the birthday, you're the birthday boy or and girl. <laughs> and then the beaver starts on fighting. <laughs> Horrible animatronics, man. So after all of that, we cut to Bart opening presents. Uh, he gets a label maker from Patty and Selma, a pair of socks, Dr. Marvin Monroe's <laughs> Guide to Etiquette book. Clearly Which... somebody... Yes. Somebody doesn't think Bart has good etiquette, which he probably doesn't, and a cactus plant. Now, here's the thing. Do you think Lisa's gift was the Dr. Marvin Monroe's thing, or we don't actually get Lisa's gift? She got $110 plus <laughs> from Homer, yet Bart doesn't open Lisa's gift? Yeah, I maybe she just kept all the money for himself, for herself. But that would be out of character for Lisa. Well, so yeah, that's... Maybe, she, maybe she bought him the cactus plant? Or the etiquette book. One of the two. I think I think she would have bought it. Eh, I don't know. What What do you guys think? Uh, uh, Lisa bought for Bart for his birthday because obviously we don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then so uh, Bart's like all grumbly and bumbly, and Homer's. Uh, he's like, oh, he's really gonna like my present, and he's like, Bart, open my present. You'll really like it. And Bart just takes one look at it, and he goes, eh. And just throws it off to the side. It's because he's turning 10 years old again. He's like, he already went through this. He's like, yeah. I'm bored already. Yeah. Um, so Martin tells Bart that he noticed that his other presents are not great and thinks his present <laughs> will turn the tide. And Martin basically bought Bart a matching hat and jacket so they could be twins. <laughs> but, at least Bart put it, but at least Bart put it on and took a picture. picture. Yeah. He could have said no. Clearly, clearly Bart was not impressed by Martin's present. No. And so we cut back to the Simpson house and Bart's enjoying <laughs> Patty and Selma's uh, present by labeling literally everything in the house property of Bart Simpson. Even uh, even Santa's little helper and cupboards. And I, and I feel like Bart would have run out of labels by the time he was done with the kitchen. Unless yeah. Patty and Selma gave him a, like a couple rolls of those things. Maybe. Like those things do actually run out. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, depending on what... Yeah. Property of Bart Simpson, that's a lot of letters. Yeah. Uh, and so I like how Homer wanders <laughs> into the kitchen and goes into the fridge to grab a beer. He's like, oh, this is the last beer. And it's Bart's. Because <laughs> Bart drinks beer? Like, come on, Homer. He was just running they, around labeling see, everything. Now if, they, now, now, if he was looking for, like, a Buzz Cola, that joke would have landed. But with the beer, that joke really doesn't land for me. Yeah it's not it's not it doesn't it takes me out of the believable believability realm yeah and so homer uh wanders into bart's room and asks how he's liking the microphone but he never even opened or took it out of the box he's using it as a uh, prop to keep his window open because i'm assuming his little latches to keep the window broken. open broke or or something and, homer, and homer's like I, you know as a kid i would have loved this toy and bart's like here you go yep <laughs> here you can have it and then I like how uh, he's like, here, I'll show you. So Homer busts it out and starts singing Convoy through Lisa's radio. And it's like really crappy and yeah. distorted. And, you know, yeah. he's just trying to convince Bart that the microphone's cool. And uh, Mark. And then he goes like, what was it? It was downstairs and he's yeah. singing to Marge, Marge. And it was all distorted. He's like, he's like uh, what's for dinner or something? It's like, I can't hear you. It's all distorted. Distorted. <laughs> And uh, so now Marge is trying to convince, Bart. you know, Bart that every, that it's, you know, cool to, to do is like, maybe, well, maybe if you don't scream in it, like Homer does. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, well, maybe. And so Homer goes back down to the freezer and he's uh, going through the freezer for ice cream. And I like how they got Neapolitan ice cream. And he's like, mm, chocolate. Or he's like, chocolate. Oh, uh, vanilla, strawberry. Oh, and like he's like Marge, yeah. we're all out of chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream. <laughs> what? And like that's the thing. Why? Like if all he wants is chocolate, just buy him chocolate <laughs> ice cream. What a I, waste of ice cream! Because no one's eating the vanilla or strawberry. <laughs> it's a waste. Uh, apparently, no one. I mean, I would figure you buy all three because someone likes the other flavors, but no, everyone just wants it for the chocolate. Yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. And then uh, he's like, "All right, I'll get some at the store." He's like, mm, "Chocolate." And so uh, I like how Bart uses the microphone to convince Homer that aliens have taken over 
And so Homer's like, oh my God. And he runs up and grabs a shotgun. And I'm like, since when do the Simpsons own a shotgun? We've never seen the Simpsons in any other future episode, I think, having any sort of weapons in the house aside from Bart's slingshot. No, no, no. Homer bought a gun. Homer buys a gun in one episode. Uh, I guess maybe, but okay. No, not maybe. He does. For which episode? I don't remember what that is. So, so maybe. Um, No, not maybe. I know for a fact he buys a gun because he points it at Marge's face. Ooh, there is the shotgun episode where he uh, hooks up the makeup. Remember during the Thomas Edison episode and he shoots Marge in the face? Yeah. wonder if that's the same shotgun. Maybe. I'll have to put a pin in it to see if... I I just don't know where Homer or why Homer would have a shotgun in his house. It's not like he goes hunting or... But there is an episode where Homer buys a gun. But that has nothing to do with this episode. I'm wondering how he has a gun No, no, but you... But you asked if th- we've never seen in a future episode that they didn't own a gun. But still, I'm just wondering how they have a shotgun or why they have a shotgun. And we've it never is, seen uh, the shotgun. The episode where Homer buys a gun is called The Cartridge Family, and it is in the ninth season. All right. So he buys a gun then. But why do they have a shotgun now? I don't know. For That's what purpose? The- I, I Like I said, I don't know why they even have a To gun. protect themselves from the evil aliens that are right. taken over. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Homer realizes that uh, Bart tricked him because he's laughing. And then he strangles him like Homer does. But yep. then Homer realizes that Bart actually likes his present and asks Bart not to use it for practical <laughs> jokes. And yeah, Bart promises. And then at the end of it, they hug. And Bart sticks a property of Bart Simpson label on Homer's butt. Yes. Why Why you'd want to own that, I don't know. But, you know, it's a prank. So then, um, so Bart decides to, you know, break his promise because that's what Bart does. And he puts his radio uh, underneath Maggie's pillow and he goes, Mama, Mama. And Marge thinks that Maggie's <laughs> really talking. And, uh, and, so and then she's like, oh, say it again. Sorry, lady. The show's over. It's over. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. All right. So then we see uh, Lisa reading uh, Non-Threatening Boys magazine with Janie, which she's read before. And Bart had placed the microphone underneath her bed so him and Milhouse could listen to their conversation. And I don't know why they'd want to listen to that conversation. It doesn't seem like it would be thrilling for them. No, but it's Bart and Milhouse. They want to know what girls are talking about. Yeah. And then and then Bart takes it to school with him, and he <laughs> places the radio underneath uh, Mrs. Krabappel's desk. And I did pause uh, after she was done with the math. Her math was really weird underneath, like, the division. Like, she's doing another, correct. yeah, but she's doing another crazy division problem again. Yeah, that was a really big number to divide by two. <laughs> like what? Like I just don't understand again what the deal with Mrs. Krabappel and these giant yeah. division problems are. I don't know. And so when she goes to sit down, uh, Bart uses the microphone to make it seem like she farted when she was sitting down. <laughs> Classic, and she goes, Mrs. Krabappel, and like Milhouse and uh, Nelson, you know, say good job. And uh, then we cut back to him being home. And uh, he's able now in the commercial, it does say you can use the microphone on any AM radio. Yeah. And so uh, you could see in a Rod and Todd's room and Bart uses the microphone to tell them that he is God and trick them that he is God. (laughs) And he commands them uh, first to walk through a wall, which Todd can't do. And then he tells them to bring him cookies and put it on the Simpsons. He's like, those are our mom and dads. Do you want a vengeful God or a happy God? God. A happy God. Um, and so, you know, after that's all done, Bart's like, you know what? I'm going to put this radio down the well. And he drops it down the wall. Yeah. Now, here's the so thing. If he Why actually... didn't it break? Did it break? No, no, no. It didn't break. It he did doesn't... break. But how come it didn't break? Because that's a pretty big fall. Oh, you're talking about the, the radio. The radio. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, no, I thought you said the rope broke. No, he just it no, just no, wasn't no. long he enough dropped... of a rope and he oh, dropped yeah, it in. Dropped it. But how come the radio didn't break? There's clearly rocks down there. Yeah, the radio probably should have shattered. Unless it's one of those drop-proof, like, army radios, you know. It could be. (laughs) Probably not, because it's probably a cheap radio. 
So then he uses it and he convinces Willie that there's a kid trapped in the well. And uh, Willie believes him because it's Willie. And eventually the world travels around the uh, around the town that there's a kid in the well. And the whole town believes Bart's prank. And you would think, now again, Springfield seems like it's a small town. Yeah. You would think you would know there's a Timmy O'Toole in the city. Well, I don't know. They said he doesn't have parents. So if he was in an orphanage, not everyone knows every child at an orphanage. That's true. But here's uh, one thing here's one thing I just want to point out before we get too much farther. So Bart's has his own personal radio, right? So that yes. makes sense. That makes sense. The the Rod and Todd Flanders thing, I don't know if that would work because if it works on any AM radio, my guess would be is that there's a dial on the microphone. Yes. That says the radio station. Yeah. And then there you have to turn tune the radio to the radio station as well. Yes. So it would just be a miracle that unless Bart literally tried every radio station on the microphone. Yeah. The Well, not only that, but the radio would have to be turned on and Bart wouldn't necessarily be able to interrupt a radio frequency. I don't think it's kind of like, Probably remember, not. remember in the old days where it wasn't Bluetooth, but it was one of those, uh, like, uh, adapters. Radio fre- yeah. But, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. No, that your... happened. That, that happened to me and, uh, and my friends once we were driving to Florida we were listening to, I believe it was Mitch Hedberg. We were listening to some comedian and we were able to take over another car's signal with our adapter and we had stopped to like grab food or something. And the same car had actually stopped at the same place. And they're like, they're like, were you guys listening to a comedian? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it took over our car radio. I'm like, we're like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's because as long as you're on the correct station. So that's, yep. so I'm just wondering if that's if that's that's how this microphone worked. I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would necessarily be able to talk to Rod and Todd. The other thing too is Rod and Todd wouldn't be able. Now, granted, Bart can probably hear them from his window, but now, granted, Rod and Todd are probably gullible. But wouldn't you think that it's not really God because he probably can't hear you? Well, Rod and Todd are morons. And like God yeah, okay. a lot. <laughs> so uh, Bart tells the town his name is Timmy O'Toole and he has no family, as we mentioned before. Um, and <laughs> I love how he's like, oh, I tried to get into uh, the school, but Principal Skinner wouldn't, wouldn't let me because of my cl- because of my clothes. And the town people just boo Skinner. And he's like, Even, hey. he's like, but I didn't. I didn't. And uh, and he calls the kid a liar. But clearly there's a kid in the well. Well, there's no actually no kid in the well, but, but I don't. The, but the people believe there's a kid in the well. No, no, I know that, but I don't think if Skinner was like he's lying, wouldn't he be like I never met a Timmy O'Toole? I don't know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And so we see Brockman on TV, uh, say talking about this circumference <laughs> of the well, and it's 34 inches, and uh, none of our policemen are. Uh, able to fit down yeah he's like the circumference of the well is 34 inches so unfortunately not one member of our city's police force is slender enough to rescue the boy (laughs) now to be fair that's only a three foot you know barely a three foot opening like how would you even get him out that's a really wide well hole dude my my width maybe is my waist is only about two and a half or two and a half feet maybe like i'd be able to squeeze down the well and squeeze back out I probably would not because I have a 34 inch waist. So you're, you would not, you'd be like a chief Wiggum. Well, actually yeah. you would just fit, maybe grease yeah. you up. You could be the greased up <laughs> Scotsman <laughs> and slide, uh, slide down the well. I'm surprised yeah. uh, Willie didn't grease up this episode yeah. to do that. Now, that. That's the other thing too. Okay. There's a kid down the well. None of the police can go down there. Why couldn't you just get, I don't know, a citizen to do it. Why does it have to be a cop? Well, or a fireman. Firemen know how to do it. Yeah, they rescue or, they rescue people from trees. Maybe not from wells, but but like you're telling me, you couldn't get a a citizen with like Willie. Willie is a ripped guy. You couldn't get <laughs> Willie to go down the well. He probably would too. Yeah, if he just asked so. him. But yeah, but Brockman said rescuing Timmy under uh, under consideration are under consideration because Timmy's foot's caught under a rock, which. Yeah. Uh, cause you don't want to rip off his leg 
And so move the rock. Get right. somebody well, in the well. Move heavy. the rock. Not if it's heavy. So um, we get uh, Falcon Man, no real name, uh, <laughs> yeah. grasping the child. Is it a falcon or an eagle? Falcon. It looked like an eagle. No, it's okay. a falcon. Those guys are those guys are falcons. So grasping the child firmly in his talons, uh, Socrates here will fly him to safety. Just watch. And his falcon flies away. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> and then a sailor uh, sailor comes uh, win. Which I'm surprised it wasn't uh, Sea Captain yet, but I guess we haven't really met Sea Captain yet. No. Uh, so it's a sailor. Uh, probably eventually he'd be... I bet that guy eventually becomes... Uh, sea Captain. Sea Captain. Uh, with his hook and this hunk of chocolate, I'll land your boy and I'll clean him for free. And the that's a reference to uh, the character Quint from the 1975 movie, Jaws. Hey, I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, we get Professor Frank. Although we can't reach the boy, we can freeze him with liquid nitrogen so that the future generations can rescue him. <laughs> freeze oh, him for a thousand God. years and pull him out of the well. And then we get Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> thousand years in a frozen tube, right? Well, a tube, not well. Yeah, a well's kind of a tube. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Marge does a prayer before dinner to protect Timmy. And I like how I just Bart just bursts out laughing like, oh, my God, I can't uh, can't believe you guys are falling for this. And I feel like at this point, Bart really probably shouldn't. But that's that's the one thing with I I wouldn't say this is a probably a criminal action, you know. Yeah. But but that's the thing with people who are bad and do criminal things. Eventually you get caught. Eventually you do something stupid like this, like laughing at Mm -hmm. at this. And then eventually you get eventually. But he doesn't get caught. Not this time. But he does. No, nope. And so uh, Homer uh, tells uh, the family that uh, Timmy's a hero, and I like how Homer's like that. Timmy's a real hero. Lisa's like, "How do you mean, Dad? Well, he fell down a well, and he can't get out." He's like, it's "More well, than does... you've ever done." He's like, "Well, how does that make him a hero?" Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> well, Homer's that's more than you've ever did. That's that how heroism works. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, he's he's the new. He's like fifteen he's minutes of sim- fame. Yeah. Uh, so Krusty gathers um others uh others to sing um because you know you got to have like a uh, what was it called? Let me I found it right here. So that we're sending we our love. World. Yeah. So sending our love down the well. Uh, was inspired by celebrity recording. We are the world, world. for the U.S. USA for Africa. But, yeah. you know, Krusty's like, it's like, I used to open for, or uh, what was it? Yeah, it was uh, Krusty gets sing, Sting to record and Sting was like, yeah. I used to open for Krusty in 69. In fact, he fired me, as I recall. <laughs> but this isn't about show business. This is about some kid down a hole or something. And we've all got to do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> and so they record uh, um, the well song. And so some of the celebrities that were um, there um are in the front row so in the front row we got troy mcglure scott christensen the uh what was that the the fluff piece guy the really stiff fluff oh. piece guy uh stephanie the weather lady bleeding gums murphy mayor diamond joe quimby crusty princess cashmere then up in the second row we got sting sideshow mm-hmm. mel mcbain or rainier wolf castle who plays him but he was actually mcbain so if you look closely he actually had his gun in his holster so that he he was McBain. Rainier Wolf, Rainier Wolf Castle could carry a gun around. <laughs> no, he was McBain. Uh, Doctor Marvin Monroe, Captain Lance Murdoch, which apparently he's not broken right now. So that's nope, that's good. That's good. And the Capital City Goofball. Yep. Um, and so after they, uh, oh, I do got the here. Hold on, I got the I got the lyrics to the song too. Okay. So so St- Sting starts. There's a hole in my heart as deep as a well for that poor little boy who's stuck halfway to hell. And then Sideshow Mel comes in. Though we can't get him out, we'll do the next best thing. Then McBain will go on TV and sing, sing, sing. And then as a choir, we're sending our love down the well. And Krusty's like, all the way down. We're sending our love down the well. And then Krusty comes in again. Down that well. Yep. So they did a, I mean, that's, that's a good, good song and they're mm-hmm. going to make a little money off of it, I guess. 
And so we cut back to the, the hole. And so on site, there's a vendor that's selling I Survived Timmy O'Toole getting trapped in a well t-shirts. <laughs> like, how is that a shirt? <laughs> Nobody survives it except for Timmy O'Toole. <laughs> yep. And then there's a man selling Timmy's baby teeth, $6 per bag. And then, Who would buy that? <laughs> and where, where are people expecting him to get Timmy's teeth if he's down a well? Yeah. And then uh, there's also a sign um, on the well that reads, admission $2. Like, but, yeah, they set up like a carnival thing yeah. around the well. Yep. There's a hot dog stand, a game stand, and a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Like... Who's making money off of this? You're horrible people. I know. There's a kid trapped in a well. Or unless now the only the only way that this makes any sense is they're trying to raise money to get Timmy out of the well. I mean, that's obviously I think what it is. But I don't know is why you though? would need Well, yeah. I mean the why else would sting and those guys do it? That's true. But I mean, okay, so I get the food, I get the carnival at atmosphere. The teeth obviously not. The shirt kinda yeah. weird. You could have probably done a different shirt or something. But yeah. the the making money thing, yeah, that I, I think that definitely makes Charity. sense. But the, but the two dollar admission, I like I could see maybe a bin for donations. Yeah. But a two dollar admission <laughs> that kind of goes a little bit too far. Yeah. So, uh, we cut back and we see an episode of Itchy and Scratchy in Cat Splat Fever. <laughs> yeah. And so, um. Itchy leaves a note for Scratchy that says, Goodbye, cruel world. And Scratchy turns around to see Itchy jump into a well. Scratchy jumps in after him to try and save Itchy, but Itchy is sitting on a brick and Scratchy falls all the way down and gets eaten by an alligator. <laughs> Scratchy's ghost, I guess you would call it, yep. starts ascending to heaven um, out of the well and Itchy shoots it with a gun and Scratchy's ghost falls down the well again and the episode was dedicated to Timmy O'Toole oh that's nice of them yeah cause who doesn't like seeing Scratchy get mutilated or shot and his go or shot so and Lisa's watching it and all of a sudden uh, you know there's breaking news Yo. or is that a little bit yeah, later no 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 that's it Bria Oh, yeah, there's breaking news, um, and uh, they hear, you know, growling, growling. coming yeah. from the well, and we see Bart fighting uh, Santa's little helper with his microphone, and I love how Dr. Marvin Rose is like, you know, Timmy is reverting back to a uh, primitive wolf-like state, and there's a picture of the wolf boy. <laughs> <laughs> and and so Lisa hears the growling and she figures out that it's Bart and she sees Bart, you know, playing tug of war with Santa's little helper. And she admonishes uh, Bart for his prank and uh, tells him when the town folk, when the town finds out what he has done, they will want to cut him with rusty razors. Yeah. That's a little dark, even for Lisa. Yeah. That seems and then Bart. But Bart's like, well, how are they going to find out? And he just, like, looks at Lisa like, are you going to tell him? Kind of like. And Lisa goes, uh, well, the police will catch you eventually. And Bart goes, well, they can't even catch a cold. Which is true. The Springfield Police Department is very inept. They are very bad. Yeah. And and so Lisa's like, well, I bet you were stupid enough to put a property of Bart label on your your radio. And we pan from the Simpsons house down the well. Sure enough. Bart was stupid enough to put a property of Bart Simpson's label on his radio. Yeah, they'll eventually figure out when they figure out an exact way they want to get down there and get yeah. them. I mean, what's it been? Like uh, two, three, four days or maybe yeah, a yeah, week? Something like that. Well, we got, okay, so, that, so so we got, okay, so Krusty, this might give us a little insight. So Krusty was like, I wanted to do something to help the boy, so I called my good friend Sting. He said, Krusty, yeah. when do you need me? I said, Thursday. He said, I'm busy Thursday. I said, what about Friday? He said, well, Friday's worse than Thursday. Then he said, how about Saturday? I said, fine. True story. True story. <laughs> so maybe it's been about uh, four week? or five. Yeah, maybe a week since Timmy's yeah. fallen down the well. Yeah. And so we cut back to the well where Eddie and Lou are reading Cinderella to Timmy. <laughs> Um, and so they, they, uh, they're like, oh, he sounds like he's asleep. And so they walk <laughs> away. Bart sees him leaves and he sneaks in and he, you know, ties a rope around his stump, starts going. He's like halfway down the well 
and Eddie and Lou come back. They see the, the rope and Lou's like, I almost tripped over this thing and kicks the rope. And as Bart is descending down the well, we hear the theme from Beverly Hills. <laughs> that Cop. was that Wait, was bye. pretty cool. It was uh, either ba, that. Ba, 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 ba. No, it is the theme from Beverly Hills. No, no, no. Cop. I think it would have been that either that one or the Mission Impossible theme. Those two play, oh, would have played really, yeah. really well. Um, I like the Beverly Hills Cop one. Yeah, that one was good. And so yeah. Bart's yelling out for help after he falls <laughs> down. And he's like, I'll level with you guys. There is no Timmy. I was playing a prank. He's like, well, maybe we'll play a prank on you. Go home and sleep. And so, they but they left, but they didn't do that. They didn't go home and sleep. They actually went to the Simpsons house and oh, they told, true. and they told, uh, told them that Bart fell down the well. And Homer's like, you must think we are the worst parents in the world. He's like, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, I mean, he's always been a bad kid. So I yeah. don't know. At some point, I guess the Simpsons could be like, eh, it's just the way he is. And so yeah. Homer goes down. There, he's like, "Well, I know you're going to be down there for a while, so I brought like the crossy doll." And he hucks it down the well and hits him with it. <laughs> and he's got some other stuff. I did notice. So he's holding a goldfish bag. There's two goldfish in there, but they look like Blinky. They look like they have three eyes. Well, Homer does work at the nuclear power plant, so he knows where the pond where Blinky lives. So maybe Blinky kids, maybe little baby Blinkies. And so Bart tells Homer to knock it off. And calls him a bag of goo? Is that what he said? I thought so. I replayed the scene a couple times, and that's what it sounded like. Maybe it was muffled because he was in a well. Yeah. It doesn't seem like something Bart would say. (laughs) And then Homer tries to go down there because he's upset. (laughs) I was like, get him out of there. (laughs) Just like Wiggum doesn't fit. I don't, I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't, uh, Homer wasn't going to fit anyways. Yeah. And so now that, uh, you know, they learn that it's not Timmy and they learn that it's, you know, Bart, you know, Wiggum's like, well, I'm afraid we've got a budget problem. Mrs. Simpson, your boy picked a bad time to fall down a well. <laughs> if he'd done it at the start of the fiscal year, no problemo. <laughs> well, they didn't have money to get Timmy out of the well. So to be fair, they probably well, don't have. Well, Wiggum, well, Wiggum basically said they would have saved Timmy, but because Bart played the town, they won't do it. Yep. And so Homer tells uh, tells that he that it's not their fault, uh, but they didn't want Bart because it was an accident. As <laughs> we learned in the, we learned in the last episode, Bart was an accident. Yep. He, the, he they did it in the castle that was impregnable. Yep. Uh, so, uh, we get to the school playground and the girls are playing hopscotch and Janie yep. and Wanda are like one plus, uh, one plus one. Oh wait, sorry. Plus yeah. Three. One plus one plus three is five. Little Bart Simpson's buried alive. He's so neat. He's so sweet. Now the rats have Bart to eat. <laughs> wow. How many days until Bart croaks? <laughs> and Lisa walks by. I was like, Hey, that's not nice. Yep. And then, you know, Lisa wanders away. And so then we, uh, and this is where we learn that uh, uh, Funky C, Funky Do uh, takes the number one spot from uh, I what, whatever the name of the well song is that they are the... sending our love down the well. And uh, I do like the fact they look like Millie Vanilli. Yeah. The song that took over uh, We're Sending Our Love Down the Well was I Do Believe We're Naked by Funky C, <laughs> Funky Do. Oh my God. Uh, so then uh, we see a writer in his car and he's writing out a headline. It said town to well boy, no more free food. And the guy's name is David Shutton. I don't know if we knew that. No. Was that the same so, guy who wrote about uh, the fit uh, blinky? Maybe. In, yeah, I think it was. Maybe. Like in I'd three eyes and every the... fish. Maybe it's possible. It kind of looked like uh, him. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he gets a phone call saying they found a better story and he drives away and we get the next headline squirrel resembling Abraham Lincoln found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is a squirrel that resembles Abraham Lincoln. Um, and so Marge and Homer head back to the well. Marge knit uh, part of sweater, but it's too big. And Homer's like, that's all right. You'll grow into it. <laughs> yeah. And so then Bart kind of breaks down and he's sorry for all the bad stuff that he's done. And he's like, there's still things that I wanted to do, like smoke a cigarette, use a fake ID, and shave a square word into my hair. Yep. 
I mean, I guess that's what ten-year-old boys want okay. to do. Whoa, 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 whoa! So, smoke a cigarette. Bart smoked cigars before. That is true. So, but maybe he's never smoked a cigarette. I mean, come on. At this point, <laughs> as we learn, who will we learn from Patty and Selma? Because so, uh, who did who did she uh, date? Who was that that smoked cigars? Was it? It wasn't Cy Troy McClure. Was it Troy McClure? Yeah. yeah. And she's like, wow, it's like smoking five cigarettes at once. <laughs> so, okay. So Bart, if Bart says he never smoked a cigarette, he smoked five cigarettes at once when he smoked cigars with grandpa. So <laughs> that's true. He's um, done it. And so then Homer's, you know, he's, he, he can't stand to see his kid sad. And he goes, that's all I can stands and I can't stands no more. And I, I think I, that was like pup by the sailor man, right? That's something, something like he that. sells, does says when he dr- eats his spinach. Yeah, something like that. And he sounded kind of like Popeye, too. Yeah, it's Popeye, not Popeye. Popeye. It's Popeye. Uh, Homer decides uh, he's going to get, you know, Bart out of the well by himself. And so he grabs a shovel and he starts digging. And Willie, I love how Willie sees Homer and he's like, well, why did I think of that? <laughs> yeah, and, he, right? and he goes to grab his own shovel, who he is named Agnes. And then uh, Willie rips off his shirt and we see that Willie is jacked. Because he's a groundskeeper. He probably works out, you know, just keeping the ground. Yeah. And so, and then I love that we cut back to the Simpsons, uh, or we cut back to a TV. And I love this kind of, like, gotcha moment, because Kent Brockman's like, we have a special bulletin. Uh, The Lincoln Squirrel has been assassinated. (laughs) And I I really thought they were going to do the, you know, them digging the hole for, you know, get Uh. Bart out of the well. But no, the, the Lincoln Squirrel has been assassinated. Yep, that was <laughs> and awesome. Then, and then Lisa sees the, all the town folk uh, running with shovels, and she's like, what's going on? And they're like, it's a good old, uh, Jasper's like, it's a good old-fashioned uh, hole digging. digging. <laughs> hole digging. By gar, it's been a while. Well, okay, Jasper, you crazy old kook. Uh, and so we get, to the, we get to them shoveling a hole, and they do the, you know, the layer thing where you see stuff in the dirt and we get a triceratops, a treasure chest and an alien spaceship found with a dead alien side. And that dead alien is a King and Kodos alien species. So they've been to our planet before they have. Oh. They just got buried in the ground. Maybe. So, so, well, so, so, okay. All right. Mr. Mr. Uh, Trios of horror is not Canon. <laughs> uh, what are King and Kodos doing? in a spaceship below the earth if it's not canon they just don't normally visit earth in a not treehouse of horror episode so come on mr canon explain I say now here's the thing so as you get deeper into the earth oh treehouse of horror becomes canon okay got it no 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 listen so the triceratops is at the top layer so that means that's the the newest thing so i'm gonna guess that these aliens are from like a long, long time ago, and they used to live on Earth, and they left. Live on Earth? They were in a spaceship. Their spaceship crashed. They got buried under the Earth. But how did they get buried underneath the Triceratops? No, under you're, you're right. They got there before the Triceratops. But I'm yeah. assuming they crash landed and got buried alive. It's not like yes. they just got in their spaceship and <laughs> lived there underneath the Earth and died in their ship. I'm saying that was like, uh, they, they, so remember how, like we saw the King and Kodos, a ship, it's a big ass ship, but they're like little yeah. pod ships come down to earth. Their pod yeah. ship crashed and they died inside their ship. It's not like they lived on earth. So I think maybe, they came, maybe, came. maybe the alien race is a lot like, like 3 million years old. And I like how you're dodging the question about the Trias of Horror <laughs> being canon because they're clearly <laughs> part of the Simpsons, uh, universe. Or maybe it's just a joke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So Apu points out. Uh, so, okay. So they're they're pretty deep. They're pre- pre- pretty yeah. much at Bart level now. And they yep. built um, kind of like a cave system. I would, have, yep. I would have to say. God knows how long this took. You know, 10 minutes. But they, yeah. built, a, <laughs> but they built a cave system. And uh, down in the hole, Apu points out a, that there's a dead canary. Now, how it got down there. They brought it down in a cage. Who did they did? Yeah. Oh, why would they bring a canary down there? Okay, so canaries in old in, in like the mining days were used to warn miners about poisonous gases. 
Yeah. That's okay. why it's down there. So, so if if the if the canary dies, get the hell out of that hole. Yep, but the Hibbert tells the men that the canary died of natural causes. So then they go back in the hole. Yeah. So they got they brought an old canary with <laughs> Apparently. Them. And so we see that st- uh, Sting stuck around to help, and Marge's like, Sting, yep. you look tired. Maybe you should take a rest. Not while one of my fans needs me. And Marge's like, actually, <laughs> I don't know if uh, I've ever heard Bart play one of your albums. <laughs> and Homer's like, shh, Marge, he's a good digger. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Homer shoves Sting out of the way once he breaks through, and uh, he got Bart out. And Homer yep. assures Bart that the city is taking steps to make sure no one falls down this well again. And I like how Willie's outside hammering in a sign that says, caution well. <laughs> I do like how quickly they replaced all the land they dug up, too. Yeah, right. Bulldozer. Maybe they bulldozed it back into the hole. But I like how instead of maybe putting a cave... Was, okay, so I've seen a few wells in my time around more rural, rural areas. Yeah, But most wells have, like, cages, like... Uh, yeah. Uh, rebar uh, cages built over them with a padlock on it so the city can unpadlock it yeah but yet they decide not to do that they just decide to put a sign that says caution well and willie's like that should do it uh no what like what happens if they come from the other side where they can't (laughs) see the sign yep oh my god yeah so this was not one of my favorite episodes. I mean, there were funny parts, obviously. Not yeah. well, not one of my favorite episodes. I mean, it just... I think what what irked me the most was Bart was already 10. Why are they having this be a thing? <laughs> Two, there's this whole storyline, apparently, about Lisa getting an amazing gift completely washed out. Well, no, she asked Homer for money to buy a gift. That's all we saw. <laughs> yeah, but what was the gift? We saw Bart literally opening every gift. I feel like Lisa's... Lisa could have trumped Martin. Like, seriously. Like, why did well, Martin? I could have. Tr- <laughs> I could have trumped Martin. I mean, really, I think I think that was so stupid. I mean, I personally don't get me wrong. There's so many funny parts. I'm, I'm glad there was a new guest voice with Sting. Yeah. But man, I'm going to go with and eat my shorts. At number two. Ooh, I, I just I, I just do. I just can't stand like I, I just feel like this episode just almost had no point like i don't i don't know like now going back we said we might they might have done it out of order which yes. is a possibility but and, and this this episode might have been the start of where i like because when we first started this podcast i had talked about how the simpsons don't have good continuity yeah and now if this episode was out of order then and, and they've shown they've had decent continuity um but taking taking this episode as face value, no continuity stuff in that vein, I enjoy the episode. It is funny. It's got good jokes. You know, we see Bart being a prankster. It builds it builds off of the previous episode a, a little bit because they talk about yes, you know, they're okay for continuity. Okay, so for continuity purposes, yeah, I mean, we learned stuff from we. Well, okay, we kept stuff from last episode to this episode. Yes. But just the amount of stuff that just doesn't necessarily like fit. I I I like the label maker up the label maker scene. I like the the Wally Weasels. I think it's a I think it's a good episode. I don't think you're giving it. A, a, as I don't know, Bart. It's it like deserves. okay, so Bart doesn't even care that it's his birthday. Like I said, like it just made it seem. How like... did he cares that it, it's his birthday though? He goes out and gets free stuff. Yeah, but he you, doesn't you don't do have... that. You don't do that if you don't care that it's your birthday. No, no, no. To be fair, you could not care that it's your birthday, but free stuff. Tr- Dude, if I could walk out any day of my life to get free stuff, I'd be happy. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be my birthday to be happy about free stuff. I think I think Bart cared that it was his birthday. I don't but he think did, he liked but the he, presents. He, well, maybe. Well, he okay. didn't like the presents. The presents were the only good. The only two good presents he got were the label maker and the microphone. <laughs> Do you want a pair of socks for your birthday? No. Do you want a cactus for your birthday? If no. They're, if they're you, awesome socks, I'd love. Do, do you want a, a matching cap and jacket from one of your friends so you could be twinsies? No. I I think I think I think it's a good episode. I'm going with a four mm, sprinkles. I think this might be one of the very few episodes that we've been this far apart on an episode. But I I enjoyed it. I think it's funny. I think it's good. I like the references. 
Were there some bits of it that could have been done better? Absolutely. Uh, did some of it make a little make sense? I mean, it's a Simpsons episode. How many Simpsons episodes make sense per se? Well, yeah, I think it's enjoyable. I think I, I love I think my favorite joke in the entire uh, episode is the Lincoln uh, squirrel subplot i think that is phenomenal. oh I'll, I'll give you that i mean that was fine i mean i'm not saying there's not funny parts it's just as an episode all together like yes i could i can imagine bits being funny yes i was laughing during the, during our recording but I, I, just I just putting it, it all well. i think putting it all together and what the episode just was just i don't know it just i don't know the whole birthday aspect of it which was the first half of the episode just <laughs> the and then I don't know. Like it just didn't I, seem I to fit. It. I right. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm giving it a four mm, sprinkles. Right. Again, this is, might be one of the very few episodes that we've been vastly apart on. Yeah. So now I'm going to get to my favorite part of the episode. We're going to give you your character profile. By the way, I think this is everybody's favorite part of the episode. Is it? All right. Because I love learning about the characters. They are pretty funny. So uh, this uh, week we have our lovable ripped groundskeeper willie um his occupation thickly accented springfield elementary maintenance man slash groundskeeper turn the noozle turn the noozle <laughs> the noodle what noodle the noozle on the end of the who's, who's <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that i love that uh his nationality is scottish his hair red and shaggy his eyebrows <laughs> red and even shaggier uh, his physique, muscular and bodybuilder, which, I mean, yep. to be a maintenance guy, I mean, you got to do a lot of heavy lifting and stuff like yeah. that. But I like how if you look at his appearance, wearing his overalls, oh, yeah. and you would not see that no. coming at no. all. I love it. <laughs> um, his attitude, surly, particularly when confronted by <laughs> Principal Skinner. <laughs> I mean... Yep. And then carries a flask of liquid <laughs> courage. Yeah, Which, liquid courage. I'm going to go with whiskey because he's Scottish. Probably a good guess. Yep. And his favorite problem-solving device, a 12-bore shotgun. I mean, that'll that'll solve a lot of things. Yep. All right. So we've come to our conclusion, guys. So let us, uh, let's, let us tell you where you can find all of our fun other content that's not the podcast. So you can head over to Instagram and find us at the Simpsons Did It Pod. You can head over to Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. You can head over to Facebook, type in the Simpsons Did It Podcast and join us on there. Um, if you love our content and love our swag and love, love our stuff and want us to have more stuff in the future, head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons Did It and feel free to donate as little or as much as you feel you would like and uh, mm. we'll send you out some free swag for you know supporting our show so and then lastly uh we are on youtube so head on over to youtube and uh, type in the simpsons did a podcast if you like it click like and subscribe and you'll get notified when new episodes pop on there uh the good news is they are a few you know 13 14 episodes back so if you are caught up to episode uh 48 which we're on right now and you're like you know what i want to go back to episode one instead of you know doing it through your podcast app you can do it through youtube Mm-hmm. and uh, see a little screenshot of something to stare at while we're talking. So, fun. All right, guys. So, we're on, like I mentioned, we're on episode 48. We're only two more episodes away from episode uh, 50, our big 5-0. So, stay tuned for that. So, until next yep. time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. <laughs>